You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, welcome to Starcastic Remarks, along with Christian and James. My name is Brian. My stupid virtual background is not working. I literally bought this stupid, or actually I got this thing for Christmas, but it's so cool and I don't even get to use it. Stupid camera. I can't figure it out. Anyways... Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor of this episode of this podcast and all of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use their services. Guys, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic. Keeping our eye on a very important hockey game in the Western Conference, the Minnesota Wild and the Colorado Avalanche fighting for the top spot in the division. Hopefully they don't go to overtime like the other two games tonight. have. We are, we are rooting for no overtime. I think right now we're kind of as fans for for one game, right? If we want to have a chance of getting first in the division again. For sure. So, well, uh, what have we all been up to? Because today was an absolutely insane day for me. Absolutely insane. It's kind of funny. My weekend actually lines up to where this is my least busy day. I have one class. So I didn't do much today. Must be nice. It was nice. It is nice. I like the way I lined up my schedule. I'm a smart boy. Are you gearing up for nationals? Yeah, disc golf nationals is next week. I'm going to be gone for a while. Sorry, people. I know y'all love me so much. Um, But yeah, we're going to be playing disc golf for a whole week, pretty much. That'll be fantastic. Um, But we all we will have a lot of uh, young men, old boys and and a few hotel rooms and it will not be great. But the (laughs) the golf will be fun. Well, and uh, well, you haven't you you might as well go ahead and tell everybody what you're going to be doing in May as well, because we, we may might not see you for a while as well. Oh, yeah. Late May, I'm doing a study abroad in uh, Germany. So if we have any German podcast listeners that are in in the Bonn slash Cologne area. You need to hit me up. I need a tour of Bonn and Cologne. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll be gone for a while. Hopefully, I'll miss some hockey games and have to watch some in the morning. That would be great. <laughs> That's true. Um, but we will. Uh, we haven't even really talked about it, to be totally honest with you. But we might be doing some like early morning podcasts or something like that if we can make it work with Chris's schedule. And we know he's going to be really busy, so he won't be able to do it like every single time, obviously. But hopefully, at that time, we have to make it work because that means the stars will be currently in the playoffs if that happens so we will see how that goes but dames how are you doing i'm okay i also did not have a very busy day did not have a busy day maybe it was just me my goodness so we had we had a pre-uil uh contest today which for those of you that don't know the band world it's basically a standardized test but for bands for band directors so you go and perform on stage for for uh, judges and stuff like that, and they give you a rating. And it's a little bit more fun than that. It's more. Fun <laughs> it's like than a track that, meet for bands. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's more fun for y'all. It's a lot more stressful for the for the band directors. <laughs> Let's just say that. But uh, like I I spent the whole day today because we hosted it at our high school, but I was the recorder. So of course, oh well, you've got podcast experience. You know how to record stuff, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> so I figured it out and it went well. But during that, I was getting pizza for kids and I was making sure that my clarinets were in tune and uh, the saxophones in the high school were out of tune. So we were working on that. And then I had to go and sign for the house and blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, let's just say I've been nonstop since about 7 a.m. this morning. So it's been a crazy day to me. But enough of that. Let's talk some stars hockey. 
we got a couple of things that we're going to discuss this evening. Um, James actually has a pretty good rundown because we kind of discussed it at lunch on Sunday, right before I drove back to Crane. But we're going to talk about Connor McDavid's comments to the media about the World Baseball Classic. And we'll discuss how that kind of goes in with hockey and why it seems like baseball is doing everything right and why hockey is doing everything wrong right now. Uh, we're going to talk uh, p- possible playoff matchups for the Dallas Stars. And, I mean, right now it seems like they've got a, a couple of options, and it's only four. It's the Avs, the Kraken, the Jets, the Wild, and then possibly the Edmonton Oilers. I think they're the, the other wild card spot right now. No, Seattle. Excuse me, Seattle. Okay, so no, it's just those four then. It's just those four. It's it's very unlikely that we face anybody else. So we'll look at that and see how the Stars kind of match up with those four teams. And then we'll get into a little bit more of a, I don't want to say controversial, but more of a, I guess you could, it's going to require a lot of explanation with this question. And me asking, is it really that bad if the Stars end up second or third in the division rather than first? And we'll get into that as we get in here tonight. But first, guys, um, what? let's start off with the whole baseball thing. All right. So Connor McDavid was asked about the World Baseball Classic, and it all came down to basically the best pitcher in the world against the best, probably the best hitter in the world. And it was against the best two teams, arguably, in the world when it comes to baseball, Japan and the United States. And it was a fantastic showing. I mean, even I went and and watched a portion of the game. I didn't get to watch it live, but I did go and watch it. And the way it ended, it, it was super exciting. And even as a as a fan of like a very very casual fan of baseball, it was exciting for me to to watch because I understood who that play who who those players were that were doing that. And that's something that the NHL is lacking right now they have not had a best on best tournament whether it be the olympics or the world cup of hockey or the canada cup or the world championships or whatever there's been a lack of that for almost eight years and And to kind of explain the world baseball classic a little more it's similar to the world cup but for baseball so it's an every four year thing it's not an every year thing um and it's they basically so baseball separated from the olympics in a similar way to the way nhl has because it breaks up their season uh, so they created their own thing called the World Baseball Classic, and that's what went on, and it was fantastic. Everybody loved it way more than they thought they would. There was, like, no marketing for the event, and it was crazy watched all over the entire world. I saw a stat that said for the championship game that 95% of Japanese televisions were on the one channel to watch the baseball game. That's freaking and, cool, man. That is and they're really watching cool. Of course, they're watching some Japanese players that only play in the Japan leagues, but they're watching Major League Baseball players, too, and getting exposed to the MLB and that marketing. Um, so, yeah, the, the point that Ryan is making is very true that some of the greatest moments from the NHL have been from these international tournaments, from the last World Cup of Hockey, from the Olympics. Those are the most memorable moments. I mean, the Crosby Golden Goal, that's a that's a legendary moment in this era of hockey, and we have no consistent tournament for a country versus country best on best, like you said, tournament to happen. And obviously compared to the world baseball classic, you're missing a large portion of marketing, especially for a sport that is as global as hockey. And I would argue it's more global than baseball. Even, I mean, I mean, let's be honest here The the big places where you kind of think about baseball being King is in the United States it's enormous in Japan. Absolutely the number one sport, I would probably guess. I don't know that for a fact, but I would guess that it it's is. the number one sport. And then all of these other countries, especially in like uh, Latin America, Central America, South America, in kind of these countries in the Caribbean, you got Venezuela and uh, the Dominican Republic and Chile and all of these other countries uh, that were just huge into this sport. And that's, and I, I can't, I don't know off the top of my head, so I can't quote any stats like you did, Chris. But that 95% of televisions on the game in Japan stat, there were very other similar stats for other countries just like that for Japan. So there was one for like the Dominican Republic and for Cuba and for stuff like that as well. So that's something that the NHL is missing. 
And I, I understand that, you know, it, it would, it, it, there's a possibility that these guys get hurt. That, that's just a likelihood of the thing. But uh, is it really that bad of a thing to want something like this for the NHL? Because the NHL is just like, oh, money, 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 money. That's literally the driving factor out of all of this as to why they don't go to the Olympics and why they don't do the World Cup of Hockey or anything like it. The the problem with this and with why the world uh, the World Baseball Classic was actually difficult for them to put on and why there's no marketing or anything is because the owners have no incentive to let it happen, or at least no short term incentive. So baseball in the next five years is not going to realize anything from the World Baseball Classic that they just saw. Realistically, they might see a little bump in jersey sales for the players that were on there, but realistically, they're not going to get a ton. Um, and it's the same for hockey. I mean, hockey owners have no reason to want to send their players to play a super competitive tournament right before their season starts and risk getting their star players hurt. That yeah, and Their incentive is exactly the opposite. Um, hockey's also a lot more physical as well, so you're going yeah. to see hits all the time. Like, you're like going I, to see someone, injuries. Someone did get injured in the World Classic, but I mean, in when you're playing hockey at a level like that, you're going to see even more. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be playing like it's the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I think the answer to the argument that I'm making is that it you had and I kind of alluded to it in that statement is that you need to be looking at the long term play. And what you're trying to do with these tournaments is to grow your sport globally and just get more eyes on it. I mean, national pride is something that is going to be stronger than just city pride almost nine times out of 10, especially for international fans who have no tie to any of these cities that these teams are in. That's what's going to get these international fans in. It's not going to be people diehard Dallas fans, most likely. You're probably a Dallas fan from an international area because there was a certain player that you liked, and they went to Dallas, and you started rooting for that team, and now you're stuck on that team, and that's kind of how it goes. Um, But the way to draw in more is to do these types of things. And what you you need to pitch it to the owners as is a long-term play for bigger growth. So... Maybe not short-term gains, but in the next 10 years, you're going to have 200,000 more fans than you would have had if you didn't let your players participate in this tournament. But as we know, I, long, long-term plays are tough to are tough sells. Especially in the NHL. But I also like the idea of doing it every four years, like the World Cup as well, because mm-hmm. that, that makes it to where you're, you're not going to get those injuries every single year. It's just going to be off chance that it happens. And I think another reason to point out why it's not as easy as soccer is is because the World Cup is such an ingrained, uh, uh, why I had the word in my brain, institution. It's an ingrained institution in soccer that if the World Cup is happening, it doesn't matter. Your best players are going to be playing the World Cup. That is just a given in the sport. That is the status quo. So hockey is obviously not at that point. We don't even have a consistent tournament for it. So that we need to kind of figure out a way to get a consistent tournament and then make it the status quo like it was before. And this is my, so here's a solution. I'm going to put up a solution and what I would love to see happen. Uh, James already knows it because I, we talked about it at lunch on Sunday. Like it's I talked a bad about. idea. Don't worry. It's a good, it's everyone a get ready idea. for it. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> it's brace great, yourself, Shut up, James. Normal. That's Chris's job, not your job. Yeah, that's my yeah job. but I already know the opinion. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Here's what I would like to do, okay? I really think that the best thing for you to do if you're Gary Bettman, if you're the owners of the NHL, if you are truly wanting to grow this game, growing the game equals more money for you in the long term. And I I think they just want the short-term gain and they don't care about the long-term gain. And I think that's what the owners are missing and they just don't care. They, they, oh, okay, whatever. I don't care about the long-term gain. But, Here's what you do. You get rid of the freaking all-star game that absolutely means nothing and that players, you know, don't care about and they don't try at at all. And it's they just a stupid. <laughs> and Alexander Ovechkin actively avoids it. And they, everybody talks. I mean, Brad Marchand uh, talked about how nobody wants to go to the all-star game now because it's like in Edmonton or something like that next year while everybody else gets to go to the beach or something. So... What you do is you get rid of the all-star game and in its place, 
you could do a two-week tournament, do a best-on-best two-week tournament in the middle of the season. And you can use that as the quote-unquote celebration of the game, which is what the NHL does with the All-Star Weekend. They can. This is exactly what I thought when Ryan said it the first time. Okay, but this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it because it will actually be good. The play other players will get two weeks off, and then for in the middle of the dog beat season when it's really starting to get tough, then everybody pauses for a second. You get to celebrate the game of hockey. You get to watch hockey that actually means something instead of just a stupid uh, all star game. And the players actually try, and you get to see this. But, but this isn't you're... a break. That yeah, I, what you're saying, you get to say. stop and have a break. It's not a break. It's not it's you're going players. even harder into the tournament. That it's just yeah. then it, you're it's having not feasible during the season. Then that you're essentially making your best players play a hundred game season. Yeah, which everyone always talks about how the NHL season is already too many games. The what I'm saying is you it's a two week break, but the tournament only lasts for a week. I think you could do that if you had a certain amount of of countries that could quote unquote qualify for it. I don't know how you would do that, but you do it like you do when you see these. I don't know, like these junior these world junior teams, there's there's only eight teams and there's two pools and they do a round robin and then it's 16 down to one until until it's over and it's a one game elimination that takes something a lot like longer that. than a week and they have qualification processes which are even longer than that beyond that well then i have I all their best players there i'm not i'm not saying i have it all figured out but i think that that would be the best solution and you why do would, every four years why would the owners be more open to getting their players injured in the middle of the season too rather than at the beginning that, that's more where we, I'm at too. It just it to me it doesn't make sense to do it in the middle of the season when really it matters more. It like your games from the middle of the season to the end of the season matter way more than from the beginning to the middle. Like I understand your brutal. point is to try and break up the dog days in the middle of the season. I understand that. It's just with a turn with a hard tournament when people are going to be competing hard like that. That's not really the way to do it. I think. I understand what you're trying to do. Okay, well then, then what are your other options though? I would do I mean, exactly like the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I mean, we've already talked in hockey about getting rid of preseason altogether. Anyway, I mean, this is that we've talked about going to a two-game preseason. So, I mean, just do it before the season. Do the two-game preseason. Just don't have your players that were playing in the World Cup or whatever play it, there and go on and you can even have your preseason i mean the preseason is for the guys that aren't going to be at the world cup anyway really so you can still have your preseason going on while the world cup of hockey is happening i've got two arguments against it first off the reason why and it it seems like most people i think it's out of the question you don't do it after the playoffs right i think that would be stupid because everyone's going to be exhausted and tired and sometimes the best players who are on those two teams that are in the stanley cup final they're just going to be you know busted and bruises all sorts of ever and you know they're going to be injured and stuff and so that that's out of the question but the two reasons why you don't do it at the beginning of the season is there's the whole argument about oh well don't get them you don't want to get your players hurt before the season even starts at the nhl level okay that's not solved by moving it to the middle of the season yeah you have it's a it's a worse problem in my opinion when you put it in the middle of the season so the reason why I would put it in the middle of the season is because that is when the hockey will be best. If you throw it at the beginning of the season before when everyone's cold and they're not at game speed and stuff like that, the hockey will not be as good. And if you yeah, if I you're agree, going that doesn't solve if you're going problem. if you're going to send players to a World Cup like this or a World Cup of hockey like this, you want to make sure you are 100% putting the best product on the ice. And if it's at the beginning of the season, honestly, no, I, I, but it it will be even better if you do that. I just don't think putting it at the beginning of the season, really what you're arguing for is just to bring back the Olympics. Yeah. Like that's what the Olympics was to, to, no, they've already decided. They've already decided with the IOC. It feels like that they're just not going to go back. So, but because they didn't want to break up their season. No, I don't think that not was not the only reason. It was, was a it was a it was not the only reason. It was a reason, but it was not the only reason. There was there was all sorts of money issues and stuff like that. Like I said, it's always with money with this with the NHL. But it's 
I feel like that is the best option because that, that is it, it the, also go, go that ahead, is go. the best option for the best hockey, but that is not the best option in terms of a full season. Yeah, I I disagree. Uh, I, 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 think I think that think makes the tournament the best, the best but there's no way the owners would be going for that after they just cut out the Olympics, which was almost the exact same thing. Not if they're going to get a benefit out of it. They're they're not. Not. We just talked about <laughs> they, how they get no benefit. They will, they, no they, benefit. Yeah, but the thing is, is most of the majority of the players in the NHL are the best players in the world. If they, yes. if the owners are, are going to get a portion of the, of the profits of whatever the profits are, I have no idea what it would be. Jersey they're sales, not, ticket sales, whatever. going to, though, is the problem. You might, if you have the option here in the United States, if you hold it here in the United States and you say, okay, well, we're going to do the the first time we're going to hold it in these three cities. We're going to do it in uh, Pittsburgh. We're going to do it in Seattle and we're going to do it in Nashville. And then the next, the four years from now, then we'll do it in Dallas and then uh, Edmonton and then maybe like a, a city across in Europe or something like that. I think you're just trying to solve the wrong problem. Like you're trying to find a way to make the, the international tournament the best it can be and i'm trying to find a way to make it acceptable acceptable to owners owners (laughs) and yeah and executives at the nhl i think that's the bigger problem i don't think that we would have any issue with having good hockey and having people tune into a world hockey classic but it owners don't want it to happen because they want to protect their product which is also understandable so you have to find a way to convince them that oh your product is fine it won't be gone that long, or and it's it won't be gone doing. at all. It's before the season, and you need to convince them that it's worth doing. Well, I think risking getting their best product hurt right before the playoffs is probably just the, not a good option. Yeah. Well, we're just whatever. gonna go around in a circle on this. Yeah, we're just gonna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've point. already so, been doing it for like five minutes now. <laughs> but, but I mean, do you also see what I'm also trying to do with getting rid of the All Star Game? I think that I mean, needs we just to be get rid of the All Star Game. I mean, let's just do that. Yeah, just give it a two week break. <laughs> we don't have to put anything there. <laughs> two week break, All Star Game gone. Boom. Right. Uh, well, well, at least we can all agree on that, can we? Yeah, All Star Game. Gone. I don't. I don't even watch it anymore, man. All right, we, we talked for 20 minutes, and that's all we figured out is that the All Star break needs to go. The All Star Game needs to go away. <laughs> okay. Uh. Anyways, I didn't even talk about Connor McDavid's. Uh, his quote, but whatever, it's okay. We'll move on. Okay, so he said what we were saying. He said that there should be a world hockey classic. Yeah. Yes, and that the the hockey is really missing, taking out. a back seat to some of these other sports. And right now, they have definitely taken a back seat to baseball. Baseball did an excellent job. Okay. Anyways, uh, let's talk about. I guess, I guess this is kind of the. It's kind of a two part question. It's kind of the same thing. So. A little bit of standing stock with the Dallas Stars and where they're at right now. So currently, uh, James, what's the score in the Minnesota Avalanche game? Look that up real quick while I keep talking. Um, Three to one, Minnesota. Oh, thank you, thank you, James. <laughs> I wasn't on my phone available. Well, so the the Stars have four possible matchups that they could be playing against. Um, we could be playing against the Avs, the Kraken, the Jets, or the Wild. So what I want to talk about is out of the possible matchups, who would you rather face out of those four teams? And, and why would you want to face those teams instead of maybe the other three? Uh, the Kraken, because they're bad. Since the All-Star break, they have been terrible. I mean, so have the Jets, but the yeah. Kraken, I feel like, are a much easier team for us to play against because they don't play as tough a, st- a style that oppresses us and we have better history against them so far this year. For some reason, we can't beat the Jets, but that was also early in the season when they were playing good. Um, so yeah, the Kraken. Well, they have Aaron Rodgers now, so we might actually have a chance they do to have win. Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, what do you think, James? Are you in agreement with that? Yeah, for the most oh. part. I mean, the the only other thing you could say is that the Jets just can't score right now. So yeah, but I mean, we we don't really have that problem with Otter in the net anyway. So. Also, right now, I, if I was a betting man, I would say the Jets aren't making the playoffs. Calgary's two points behind him right now, and there's a good and, bit. And Nashville's really? three with Nashville's two three. games in hand. Yeah. It, it's it's a crazy race right now. It's stupid. Yeah. I, I think the Jets are out. I think it's either going to be Calgary or Nashville, in which case I would also they, take either one I mean, of them. They, they got <laughs> shut out by the Sharks last night, three to nothing. Yeah. The, it's the last wild card in the West is going to be a bad team. 
but likely Vegas is going to get them anyway. They're so far ahead. True. Right. Okay. I still can't believe that. Sorry. I I, I can't believe that the Jets are. Yeah. I mean, they sat top the division them. for like two months. <laughs> it was it was a long time. And now it looks like they're going to miss playoffs altogether. The Kraken and the Jets have been two of the worst teams since the All-Star break. They've been awful. I think Seattle's been better. A lot no, better haven't. than Winnipeg. Really? What What's their record in their last 10? Last 10, 4-4-2. Four, four, what, what about the, the Jets? Jets? Five and five. Really? Yep. That surprises they, me a they lot. They also about Seattle, haven't been actually. winning. For the Jets, they also haven't been winning their overtime games anymore. They lose in overtime all the time now. Mm. Huh, they, they had the Stars curse. <laughs> yeah, that's all <laughs> the overtime all three games of those they've recently. gone to. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I, that's sorry. That that's I know that's a random side tangent, but that's a that is absolutely incredible that the Winnipeg Jets, led by Rick Bonus, will be missing the playoffs. I that yeah. that yeah. Bonus was a Jack Adams uh, candidate early on in the season at the All Star break. He almost was the All Star coach. Yep. <laughs> that is crazy. Okay. Okay, well, Ryan. Now make your second silly argument of the night and tell us why we want the defending Stanley Cup champions in the first round. No. Okay. So, well, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I hate all both of you. I didn't you say this. Both just getting <laughs> like, I haven't even said anything yet. Like, come on now. We already. We just know you, Ryan. We know. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bets and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every single day to see what they have in store. Right now, what I'm keeping my eye on is U of H. They're doing really well right now. And just because Chris was persnickety about it, I'm also going for Arkansas to go all the way since AM is now out of the tournament. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, so here's the deal, all right? Let's take Seattle out of the equation because of the four, it's very unlikely that we get Seattle. It's unlikely. Let's just be honest, okay? Why is that so, unlikely? Because we would probably ha- we would have to get first, period, and we're four in order to be able to play them. Right, exactly. So that's not likely at this point. So we're between the Jets, the Avs, and the Minnesota Wild. And out of that, Winnipeg is probably out of as well. So I would argue that our two matchups are between Minnesota in Colorado. And that's probably what we're looking at. I, I, I'm sorry, guys, but I really no, am. That's fair. Th- this that's is not likely. This yeah. is going to yes. be that. That is the most likely thing to happen. That is fair. And I, I'm, this is probably going to, it's going to be a hot take. I do not think the stars are going to get first in the division. I, I just don't. That's nah, not a hot take at all. Though. Okay. Well, it's not a hot take, but there's going to be a lot of upset take people with me. I, I mean, think the, we're going to finish three, the, the teams with the three best records in like the past, like, month or so is it's like it was like the bruins then minnesota then the avalanche and then the stars so yeah <laughs> like the, the central, division the central just heated up like crazy well the top three in the central after that they all suck true <laughs> so who would you rather have would you rather have minnesota or would you rather have colorado no we're answering first okay so we obviously rather have minnesota uh first of all minnesota is little brother in every playoff that we have played against them recently, we have dominated them. They are little brother. Um, they don't have a great team. I don't think they do. I think they have a very good power play. They have a very good first line, and they have gotten very hot lately. Um, but remember, halfway through the season, they're in a wild card spot. So they have gotten very hot recently, and I know that's what counts most. But I, I think a good. St- if we play our good defensive style against them, and if we just put Miro Haskin against Kirill Kaprizov, 
that's a lockdown. Yeah, I mean, and let, let's just say that regardless, regardless of which team we play, we have to play kind of lockdown. True. Yeah, either team is going to be very high potent offense with one player specifically. Um, the reason you don't want to play Colorado is because they won the Stanley Cup last year. They won the Stanley Cup last year. They have playoff experience. Every single one of them does. They won the Stanley Cup last year. What did Minnesota do last year? Nothing. I'm done. Okay. Um, I'm also going to switch to Minnesota, although I had previously thought of Colorado. And I don't think either of them are going to be too hard for the Stars to overcome, honestly. Like, the Avs, yes, they're scary because they're Stanley Cup finalists. They've had a lot of injuries, which is probably the biggest problem i'd say um i i just think we're gonna do better against guff system he's a, he's a younger goaltender going into the playoffs absolutely no experience at all it, it's I, I he's having a crazy regular season but you know who else had a crazy regular season and who is now garbage jacob markstrom i mean he's been absolutely abysmal this season he can't stop anything he can't keep anything out of that and honestly in the stars flame series i didn't think he looked good either he he got beat by otter the entire time and his and the stars just couldn't score to save their lives so thank you rick bonus <laughs> okay y'all ready for me to tell you why y'all are both idiots and why you're both wrong yes please tell us why we'd like the defending stanley cup champions in the first round there is so so many more reasons why we want the avalanche rather than the minnesota wild give them to me okay so okay first off minnesota is has not just been hot for like two weeks they have been very good for a good portion of two months if not more and they are going hot they're going hot they are hot going into the playoffs Unless for some reason they lose every single game from here until the end of the season, which is very unlikely, which is not going to happen tonight. It doesn't look like. When you look at the Minnesota Wild and who they've got, they have two extremely solid goaltenders. First one is freaking Hall of Famer Marc-Andre Fleury, who, yes, has had a rough season. But would you want him in the net for a playoff series? Of course you would. He's Marc-Andre Fleury. The second one, and I'm going to get on you, James. Why are we talking about Gustafson like he's not going to be able to do anything in the playoffs? I don't think he's going to be able to. Everybody it is a normal thing. It is a very Everybody, normal thing for a rookie goaltender to do that. Okay, but guess who didn't do that? Otter. But Otter Jake Ottinger didn't do that. He has more history and more clutch moments, which could have told people the other way around. But also, I don't think... I, I think Otter is the exception to the rule. That is not the rule. <laughs> exactly. That's what and I that's agree. fair, but y'all are, you're making it sound like, oh, well, he's just going to be bad in the playoffs, and that's the more likely scenario. Well, what if it's not? It's still and even what if Grubar to... pops off and he's the best goalie in the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But even if Gustafson is bad, they've got Marc Andre Fleury as a backup goaltender. He is the backup right now. If okay. This, okay. And then here's the biggest thing. Here's the biggest thing, Chris. You started talking about, oh, well, we can just throw Mira Haskin in on Kaprizov. They haven't had Kirill Kaprizov for almost six weeks. Yeah. And yet they are the hottest team in the NHL right now. Wounded Tiger. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know what Stop I mean when me I laugh. say that. Y'all know what I mean laugh. when I say that. He, they, are, they are playing their best hockey of the season without their superstar player. Mm -hmm. I am scared to death. There's actually and he comes back for the playoffs of how they're going to do if they are able to keep that that I don't know, that synergy going, that chemistry going. When you look at Colorado, yes, Colorado is the defending Stanley Cup champions. Yes, they have the experience over Minnesota. You know what else they've also had more than Minnesota this year? They have had a tremendous amount of injuries this year compared to a whole bunch of teams, a whole bunch of teams. And the, and the thing is, is Makar has not looked, I mean, he's still been very good when he's been in the lineup, but he has not been the same caliber defenseman that he was last season. I think he's hurt still. <laughs> he's no, he's still, he's playing with he's an injury. Fighting so, through an injury. And Landis Gog has still not come back and he's been out for an extremely long time. And he's just going to get thrown into the playoffs and he's going to be at game speed. That's not going to happen. Kaprizov is just going to get thrown into the playoffs and he's going to be at game speed. 
I would expect him to be better than Gabriel Landeskog. Yes, I would. And then the other thing you've got going for Colorado and is their goaltending. Minnesota has better goaltending right now than Colorado does. I love Alexander Georgiev. I, I, I loved how he played in the, for the Rangers in New York, but he is not a better option than right now than either Marc-Andre Fleury in the playoffs or Eric Gustafson right now in the regular season. There are so many reasons why I would want Colorado over Minnesota right now. Can I rebut and that everybody, now? And everybody is saying stuff like, oh, well, Minnesota is a terrible team and stuff like that. Matt... They have so many statistics of players who are doing well right now. Matthew Bo- Matthew Boldy, who was a rookie last year, he's got like 50 or 60 points, and he's kind of filled that void with Kaprizov out. Zuccarello, at like 33, 34 years old, looks like a freaking world beater. He's doing amazing. I, I And they, they look like a more complete team. You know when the Stars first got Domi, and we had all those four lines, and we looked at that, we were like, yeah, we love that. We only got that for two games. Okay. Minnesota has had that for a long time without their best player. You cannot tell me, you cannot convince me that that Minnesota would be a better option for the Dallas Stars than the Colorado Avalanche going into the playoffs. You know the only team that's been better than Minnesota recently? Hmm. The Colorado Avalanche. They've had a lot of injuries. I'm sorry. And they're still winning. <laughs> They're 9-1-0. They are playing better recently than the Minnesota Wild have. Uh, the Avalanche actually have a very good goal differential, plus 44. Minnesota Wild have a plus 25. They are winning a lot of one-goal games, and in my opinion, very well, recently, you know why they've been getting this? very lucky. No, they have not. That's absolutely wrong, Chris. No, that's not right. That when Kaprizov went out, they changed the style of how they were playing. And yes, it's a boring style and it's not fun to watch. But you know what? It is freaking effective. And you know what wins in the playoffs? It's not offense. Ask Connor McDavid that. He hasn't won a cup yet. It's defense that wins championships. I mean, I'm sorry, but the well, way I mean, the way Minnesota well, is playing true. right They're now, they winning is games eight to five and five to three. And what we're talking about now, though, regardless, we're going to have to be both those teams. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Regardless, but James, I hate you. Why did you have to say that? To I, was like, both I was fine. <laughs> Screw yeah, you, I still don't we understand. Have to be both because <laughs> the other one gets gets the Jets or the Predators. Yeah, they're not yeah. losing that series. Yeah. yeah. But back to the first round thing. Why, why are we just discounting the fact that the Wild have sucked in every playoffs in the past true. 20 years? They're the flames of the Central Division. Yeah. Are, are, are we taking... Uh, is anyone taking bets that Toronto's getting out of the first round? I, I think am. we all agree that Toronto has a better team than Minnesota. I, I think they're finally going to get, get out of the first round, by the way. Just random. Okay, random well, there you go, everybody. Topic. We now all understand where Ryan's coming from. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> the Toronto <laughs> aspect. <laughs> but... Uh, I I just I, I don't I don't want to play. No one Minnes- from Minnesota has proved they can do anything in the playoffs. Not a single one of them, other than other than Mark Andre Fleury, who's not going to start. <laughs> I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if after the first game, if Gustafson isn't playing like he was in the regular season, they're going straight to Fleury. He's going to have a very short leash. I agree, despite how good Gustafson has been this season. Just, just because of Fleury's history in the playoffs. That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's. He's got that confidence. He's got that clutchness about him. Uh, there's not another word for it. He's got the, the gene. I don't know. So, anyway, you have to pull your first goalie, the one that's been starting for you every game when you've been gone this tear, you're in trouble. I mean, Flurry's still played over half the season, 43 games. How I much would, has he played recently? Not a lot. I would feel a lot better about Minnesota's chances than Dallas's chances, even with Wedgwood. Like when when Wedgwood is well, Wedgwood's not playing in the playoffs. <laughs> well, he might. He might have gotten. If, if Wedgwood is playing in the playoffs, we lose the round. I guarantee. That's what I'm that. saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. If if Wedgwood is in that for the Dallas Stars and Ottinger gets hurt or he's doing really bad, then more than likely we lose. But Minnesota has a better chance than Dallas does with the backup goalie. Why are we talking about backup goalies in a playoff matchup? This is stupid. Because (laughs) it could happen. Either team loses the first goalie, they lose. (sighs) 
This is a stupid argument. I'm so upset. I am so upset. <laughs> Let's just move on, dude. Oh, just wait till our Who Cares segment. This is going to be even more fun. Okay. No, so, it's going to be hard to argue that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's not much, uh, I don't know, not much logic that goes into the, the Who Cares segment, but whatever. Okay. And then let's wrap it up with this. Um, is it really that bad if the Dallas Stars go out and get second or third in the division rather than first? Is it really that that big of a deal? Because for a while, I, I think that's kind of why, as a Stars fan, why I was having so much anxiety watching this team and, and wanting them to win so much. It's because I wanted them to hold on to that first place spot because it meant the world. And now I'm kind of like, now that we're not in the first spot, it's it's not really that big of a deal. Just get into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what the Lightning did for three years straight. They just that got into the, the playoffs, and you just got to get there. I, I think for the Stars, it kind of matters if you get the home advantage. I mean, I want the home advantage just because we get Game Seven at home. But right, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna argue against that pretty hard. Um, when when Jim Montgomery first came into the system, he was kind of like the first shake it up coach. I feel like that we had. Um, and he said in Dallas, there really is a culture of mediocrity. And, and I think been, if you're just, and if yeah. you're just going to settle for getting into the playoffs, I mean, to me that it feels like you're going back to that. We don't just want to make the playoffs. We want to win our division. That's our goal. We don't just want to get deep into the playoffs. We want to win the Stanley cup. That's your goal. I, I just, I don't want to give this team a pass when they have been leading the division the entire season. And yeah, these two teams are dominating right now. They're flying up the rankings, but we have every chance to still win the division here too. So I, I don't think as media, technically we are press, uh, we get press passes and stuff as media. Oh, I don't goodness. think it's responsible to kind of let them off the hook is, is what it kind of feels like. You can just say, Oh, good job stars. Y'all made the playoffs. No, you were winning the division the entire year and lost it at the very end. You need to – we still need to be pushing very hard to win the division. That's important to obviously who we're going to play first. Either the wild cards is better than Wilder, Colorado. It's important to the legacy of the hockey team and the culture of the hockey team. I mean, you want to be a winner. You want to put up another banner in the AAC, and you want to be seen by other potential free agents in the future as a team that is successful. And uh, one way to do that is to win because your we push because we push and you don't just go for second or third. And that, that's a that's actually a really good argument, Chris. You, you, you had me you have me thinking about it, but. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I really I'm not going to cry and be like, oh, what was us? We suck. When right, we go to the yeah, playoffs. So, 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 yeah, so it, let me let me I would first, say it's, it's a missed opportunity. So let me first go off and say. Uh, I I don't want to get second or third. I, I don't want to be second or third. Obviously, I want first in the division. And that's what we should all want. But at the same time, I mean, it, it really, it really, I don't think is that big of a deal. Because, I mean, you may get an easy first round matchup. Okay, great. You play Nashville in the first round and you sweep them. Okay, great. It's just going to get harder from there, no matter what, anyways. So, I, well, like I, mean, I said, that's important to the culture of your club. To, to to say that you won the division and then you swept a team in the first round, it, you, that, that's a good hockey club right there. <laughs> you're going to draw players in. You're going to draw fans in. When you have success, it it builds a culture that expects more winning. Winning breeds winning. So keep win as much as you can is what I'm saying. And I think as as media us <laughs> you need to expect that more which is kind of what Gagliardi mentioned a while back saying the media doesn't ever criticize i think you should criticize when the team has been first in the division and they lose it at the very end that's worth a little bit of criticism at least and that's fair and the when you look at the stars record what's the one thing that should have been fixed and it shouldn't even be a question over time losses there you go that should right there i mean I didn't even finish the question and James already knew the answer and everybody, every other stars fan would know the answer to that question too. But here's my one argument in let's go back to the beginning of the season. Let's pretend that 
Colorado doesn't have all the injuries they're having, and they continue to be a dominant force like they were when they won the Cup last year. Do the Stars still get first in the division without all of the injuries that Chicago... Oh, my goodness. Colorado has experienced this year. I would still argue that if you go back, nobody gets hurt. Just pretend nobody gets hurt. And you go through the season, Colorado still ends up first in the division and Dallas gets second or third. That would be, okay. now, I don't know saying, what that changes though. What, what I'm saying is, is that we were, maybe we were just a placeholder for that first place in the central, just because I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I arguing said it, from a, I said it like two months ago, right? I said the avalanche are going to win the division, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we all fair. said something similar, but that still doesn't change the fact that you were winning the entire season and lost it at the end. I mean, that's still a failure. It doesn't matter if it was kind of an expected thing to happen. Your job is to make that not happen. But here's right the now flip they, side of this. Is making... it a failure? Is it a failure if the Stars go and get second or third in the division and then they go in and on and win the Stanley Cup? Obviously not. I, but so, I think... then, so then you can't really look at it that way. And I, I mean, like... Yeah, but if, yeah, because... if you go out in the second round and... If you go out in the second round and you won the division, that's a more successful season than if you go out in the second round and you were third in the division. And that that builds your culture more, I, I think. Maybe not a lot, but it, it's just... Oh, he got muted somehow. You got muted, Chris. That was the greatest thing that ever happened in this episode today. <laughs> did, did Chris, did you hear that? You're still yeah. You heard that, but no, you're still muted. (laughs) That was like the best part for him to get out of the episode. (laughs) Ah, so sad. (laughs) Okay. Oh man, that was hilarious. Uh, you're gonna have to go out and come back in, Chris, because it's still not working. Go away for a second. Okay, he's gone. James. All right, now let's talk smack about Chris. Chris is stupid. He's an idiot. No one likes him. Yada yada yada. Chris is that stupid. (sighs) Just 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 like that much. Not like. Not like that much, you know? Not like that much, yeah. Oh, hi, Chris. Nope, you're still muted. Still not working. <laughs> check check the on, check the switch. Do you do the switch? The switch, <laughs> the switch is on. <laughs> the switch is on. <laughs> Can you just check put the your... settings on StreamYard. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well... While he's trying to figure that out, and uh, he can keep trying to talk as we go... Uh, I, I think that's it. I think we, we kind of exhausted that a little bit, right? Oh, he's back. I'm back? Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, that is so weird. That's hot. My, my whole point, <laughs> I don't like saying we're okay with just making the playoffs because that's what we did for 10 years. I don't want to be that team again. I want to be better than that. I, I think it's I think it's different if you are a wild card team compared to a top three in, in your division kind of thing. I agree. That's I think that's solid top three as well. I mean, we're, we're 10 points that. ahead of the Jets. Yeah, it's like, definitely I, an improvement on the wild card position. But you know what's an improvement on third place? It's First place. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. And actually, one last thing, because because this just popped in my mind, is, I mean, I would love home ice advantage, because like like James said, I would love to see a game seven at the American Airlines. Yeah, Center. That would be fun. Be awesome. Actually, th- Actually, let me take that back. I would only like to see a game seven if we're down three games to two. I would rather not see a game seven. I just let it be five or six games and Dallas wins the series. But um, it I like is game sevens. It, it is home ice advantage really that big of a deal nowadays? No, because it so seems like definitely not. Yeah, the yeah, opposite. quite the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I really think that it's not as big a deal anymore like it used to be. So. If the stars do I go think, and get third, I, I don't think it's the well, end of the world. Well, I think if the stars got home advantage last season, they get out of the first round. It's a much bigger deal 100%. because we're a one-line team. Yeah. If you're a one-line team, you want that change advantage yeah, that you get now, at the home ice. But we have three we full have lines. three lines as soon as the playoffs start. You should just be able to roll them. They should beat every other line on the ice anyway. You read my mind, James. You were such a smart boy. <laughs> I was going there. <laughs> Okay. See, we we just hate Ryan. It's yeah, like, everybody. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like why like why when I tried when to make fun to of this you podcast, you left. Oh, I did make fun of you well, <laughs> when you left. That's allowed. I I I agree with that. It's like why 
why when I made this podcast did I invite you guys on? I should have just done it myself. It would have been so much more interesting. And no one would have listened. <laughs> and the, the truth. No okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, let's get into our Who Cares segment tonight, guys. Uh, it was semi James's idea, and then it kind of evolved into. They stole my Chris, idea. Chris's idea. Stole James's idea, idea to make so, it the right, so, so James, the true was, American dream. Yeah, so James, what was your original idea? And then we'll My tell the evolution. My original idea was doing fast food bathrooms ranked from, like, the, the best fast food bathrooms. Yes. And, yeah, and, but now we're just, so... and now we're just doing all public bathrooms. So, yeah, Besides so any Bucky's, public bathroom. Because Bucky's is yeah. understood number we, one. Yes, we have ruled out Bucky's because they are the undisputed number one. <laughs> it is actually not a fast food slash public bathroom. It is a bathroom experience. So Bucky's True. is not allowed. Bucky's is not allowed. Okay. James, number third bathroom. My number third bathroom is a Taco Bell bathroom. Not a lot of people go in there, if you've noticed. So generally, they are pretty clean. Normally, exactly. everyone goes home to go to the bathroom because, I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you need the freedom of being at home for the Taco yeah. Bell poops. Exactly. That's true. But but if you go, if you like have to go to the bathroom on a road trip, dude, Taco Bell bathrooms are pretty good. Not bad. Right, number third bathroom. I know this is weird, but can I do a specific one? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay, like a very specific, like yes, please. One. The more specific, okay. the better. Okay, because there is uh, there is a there is a McDonald's off of Forty Second Street in Odessa, and I know it's McDonald's. Everyone's like McDonald's. McDonald's have terrible bathrooms. Yes, that is true. As a general stereotype, McDonald's have terrible bathrooms. But this one, they actually like take care of their stuff. And what was funny is I actually found like, you know, like one of those little car air freshener thingies. I actually found it like hanging like underneath the toilet seat, like underneath wow. it. I know, like they actually that's commitment. I that's what I said. I was just like and it, that's the only the men's reason bathroom too. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, this is strange. And so that I'm giving them my number three just be, for that reason alone. The McDonald's okay. off of 42nd Street in Odessa. My number three is a little bit less specific. It is a McDonald's, but it's from when the McDonald's were, for some reason, doing that fancy dining room area. You know, y'all remember that when they were like faux fancy with the little like, oh, yeah. weird plastic chandelier candle things. <laughs> weird time. But those bathrooms, I like them. I like those fake fancy bathrooms. I don't have to explain myself further than that. James, number two. <laughs> My number two is the Chick-fil-A bathroom. Pretty easy. <sighs> Dang it. It's a pretty easy number. Sometimes they got flowers in there. That's true. Yeah. Right. Number second. It's my number two as well. My number two is the Chick-fil-A bathrooms. And it, it as a stereotype. Yeah, I mean, sense. yeah, it does. It does. Like, as a stereotype, they're normally really good. They're, every once in a while, there's one that's, like, you know, just above average and not, like, really, really good. But Chick-fil-A, number two. I don't have any other explanation. With my final two picks, I'm kind of stretching uh, the boundaries the of what is of what is good. <laughs> Not a bathroom. Bathroom is staying consistent, okay. um, but the boundaries of good is being stretched. So okay. I I am taking it to an experience beyond just the bathroom itself. So my number two is going to be the CC's Pizza bathroom. So the reason for this is because. If you're doing CC's Pizza right, you should be visiting the CC's Pizza bathroom multiple times. So you kind of and in the same in the same sitting. So you kind of get familiar with the bathroom. No, you just develop no. a little bit of a connection. No, you're you're getting worse. Stop talking. <laughs> just 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 do you never just mind. stop. <laughs> okay, that's enough from Chris. Uh, <laughs> my number first bathroom is a quick trip. Bathroom. I'm gonna mute myself Those for a second. Sorry. Are very good. They're they're decently large. They're not as big as like a Bucky's bathroom, obviously. No. Though that thing's ridiculous. But they're decently large, and they keep them relatively clean. Almost always clean. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Number first. My number first is uh, loves bathrooms. So the the typical travel station that you see you mostly. I go to loves. Yeah. I've seen some bad loves. Loves can have a spectrum. They can have some uh, okay. very good, like All with right. the chef, like a All truck right. stop. Lo loves is what you mean. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, there's one off of I-20 just out. I think it's like give or take 30 minutes outside of Abilene. I forget which side of, which side of Abilene it's on. But it's, I don't know, 
I really like it. And and every time that, you know, we're with the kids or whatever, we like to stop at those bathrooms because we know they're going to be clean. And yeah. I, I hate just hear taking... Sam, Sam and Maddie in the backseat like, yay, we get to go to the love's bathrooms. Hooray. <laughs> like, I, I do not want to take my kids into a, a nasty, disgusting place unless I absolutely have to. So it's nice to know that on the way to Dallas, which we go to quite often, it's nice to know that there's a really good bathroom on the loves right outside of Abilene. I think pretty much any truck stop can be considered as like, if you want to do a broad category, truck stops, there are some, there are some really bad truck stop bathrooms. There are, there, they exist. Truck stop that has a lot of trucks at it. You're in a good spot. Okay. That's probably, that's fair. Okay. All right. My number first is kind (laughs) of continuing with the theme of stretching the boundaries of what is great. Um, this is just kind of an experience that you can't really get anywhere else. So the CC's one, you're kind of familiar with your own bathroom in a similar type of way. Um, CC's bathroom, I would say, is one is more one night standish. So you kind of have a short period of time when that's going on. <laughs> um, but this 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 last one is truly a unique experience that I think is unique in the entirety of the world and is experienced by very few humans actually. Um, this one's going to be the water park bathrooms so a bathroom at a water park so seldom used um because most people i'm okay with that because maybe not as a number one but i i I, i'm just really happy that this is his number one and not the cc's okay that's all i I care about i'm glad that this is number one (laughs) seldom used people because most people are using the water park as their bathroom true Uh, tough um, and then I don't know, just the carnal nature of already being half naked when you're in the bathrooms. You're already half naked, and then you're just like peeling wet spandex peeling off of your body, <laughs> just so that you can relieve yourself. And then after you relieve yourself, you're all, every part of your body is wet. Yeah, and you go right back in the water like, too. And you're all wet, and it's just like okay. And then you just go get wet again. I mean that there's just some type of feeling in a water park bathroom that you can't get anywhere else. It's a unique experience. And you know what? Things like that make me love life. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy that that's your number one and not CC's. Cause if, if, if CC's was your number one, if CC's was your number one, I would be very concerned about you. Christian Avery. <laughs> it's not, there's not number one because they upped their prices. 555 i can't afford that what are you talking about dude? <laughs> i remember when it was like four like 430 when cc's was like four dollars oh, and 30 cents back in the ball, dude. and that Hardy, oh my Hardy, gosh Hardy. i'm getting to Hardy, that point aren't i harder harder horror back oh, your body, it cost a nickel to run a train station okay <laughs> I, i'm not that old you turd oh, i am not that old i'm almost in my 30s but not quite Okay, guys. The Stars don't play hockey again tomorrow, but they play it the next day. Uh, we will be with y'all on that day. Uh, Ryan, and then the day after. It's a weird, after, like, we'll have a 9.30 start as well. It is. Who does that? It's in Arizona. Yeah, that should be... What's wrong with them? What? On... No, isn't it because, like... Time, oh, they it, don't do no, daylight savings. Time. That's exactly yeah. right. I think that's why. So that's why there's yeah, a two-hour difference. Us. So I think they are starting at 7.30 in Arizona, but... Because it's Arizona, because Arizona doesn't do daylight savings time, that's why it's like that. So yeah, Arizona, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Do daylight savings time. No, yeah. they're the only smart ones. Honestly, they're the only smart ones. I want to get rid of daylight savings time. The I'm just third saying. terrible take tonight. Can we end the episode, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, go ahead and check out Chris's article. Uh, it's not an article. It's a blog post. On sarcasticremarks.com. He finally... You know, I think it's actually finally, a book. I think that's my hot take tonight. It's a book. He finally posted it. He forgot to do it until last night after the episode. I thought he had already posted it, but My he editor hadn't. slipped up. Ooh, he called you out, James. <laughs> no, it wasn't James. It was my, it was my grammar editor. Yeah. I, Who's I the don't... grammar editor then? Oh, Genevieve. Oh, Beyonce. Wow. That's, that's worse. even worse. You should have just called me out. Yeah. The good thing like... is, she'll never hear this. 
Okay, I've guys. And send it to her. Oh, and with <laughs> with that, we're gonna somebody clip that, please, and find clip Ellie that. on somewhere on. She's on. She's on uh, Instagram as well and on Facebook. So, anyways, along with Chris and along with James, my name is Ryan. We appreciate you guys listening to this episode, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening afterwards. Again, thank you for listening to our bathroom discussion. I never thought we'd be having a bathroom discussion on a hockey podcast at 11:20 at night, <laughs> but it is what it is. It's fun, and. We will catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, and we Draft will see you guys. Website, all that, bye. Yeah, and we'll see you guys on Friday. See you guys later.